Hey guys, Manny Wire here from 2000books.com and in this video we're going to talk about the one key to grow your business exponentially and this idea comes mainly from the book The 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing, specifically law number 13. But we're also going to touch upon some other books that kind of share the same idea, kind of support this idea including The Blue Ocean Strategy by Rene Baborn and W. Chan Kim the 80-20 principle by Richard Koch and good to great one of my favorites with Jim Collins right so let's talk about this what is this one great idea so the 22 immutable laws of marketing one of the great marketing books of all time by the way by uh, Al Rice and Jack Trout law number 13 is the law of sacrifice now what does this mean what law of sacrifice says is that if you want to grow your overall business super fast you must give something up. You must sacrifice, you must make sacrifice. Now there are different kinds of sacrifices you can make. The first of which is the product line. Now let's say you have a hundred different products. You have a huge product suite. What you will often find, and this is very well established from the book, The 80-20 Principle, is that 20% of your products are actually making you 80% of the profits, while 80% of the profit products are making you 20% of the profit. So you're spending a lot of resources on that 80% while you're only getting 20% of 20% of the profit. So why are you doing that? That's where the law of uh, law of sacrifice comes into play and especially sacrificing the product line. There's a very interesting story, very famous story of a shipping carrier or shipping service called Emory Air Freight and they were founded in 1946. That will, and they were for 40 years the largest shipping com- company in the US and they did all sorts of shipping small packages large packages overnight late night fast delivery slow de- delivery all sorts of things like that then FedEx comes along and FedEx says we, we're not going to do any kind of shipping other than one which is overnight when you absolutely have must have something delivered overnight come to FedEx and what FedEx did was they sacrificed everything in the product line they just went for one product and they made it really good and they occupied the customers mind in that space they said if I have to do one thing if if there is one thing I need if I have to get my product shipped overnight I'm going to FedEx and as a result of that FedEx took hold FedEx grew and it became one of the biggest shipping carriers in the US because, and they put Emory out of business. Emory was diffused, they were all over the place. FedEx came in with just one product line, one initial product, and they dominated the market. Another, um, another great book that uh, talks about this idea is The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, who talk about how it's so much easier. By the way, we have a summary of The One Thing on our channel, so make sure you watch it. I'll make sure to keep the links in the description below. But the one thing really makes an argument that you can go get exponential results in one thing if you just pursue that path compared to trying a lot of different things a lot of different things you're trying a lot of different things and you are not succeeded succeeding at them at the same level as you could have if you had just taken this one thing and grown it grown it exponentially um, it's the it's what's called the idea of dominoes falling dominoes um, now I I'm gonna try to avoid going into the details of the domino principle, but watch my summary on the one thing and you'll see why 
pushing on one thing is so much more powerful than trying to make three or four different things work at the same time. Really big difference. Think about your business, right? Think about your business where it is today and how many different product lines you have and how many of them are truly moving the needle for you, how many of them are really making profit for you or even bringing in revenue while others are just kind of um, not really doing that and sucking up your resources. Um, another story was Apple. Uh, back in the day when Apple was dwindling and it was very close to bankruptcy, that's when Steve Jobs came back to take over Apple. One of the first things he did was he cut down a whole lot of the product line. He said, this is confusing. This is just going to confuse our customers. We just have too many SKUs. We have too many different products. We got to cut it down. We got to streamline our business. We got to focus. We're going to cut down all the product line and focus on a few. And that's how Apple got to grow dramatically. Unfortunately, today, again, Apple is kind of diffused. There are so many different iPads and so many different uh, MacBooks. It's almost very difficult to identify which is what and which product line. And it's, it's confusing now. It wasn't the case back in the day when Steve Jobs was around. So something to watch out for. But again, that was Steve Jobs' philosophy. Simple product line. Very simple product line. All right. So now let's talk about another way to um, sacrifice, another kind of sacrifice, and that is sacrificing the target market. And this is there's a story of Pepsi versus Coke. Now, what Pepsi did in early 60s, Pepsi was really struggling compared to Coke. Coke was the leader and Pepsi was lagging behind. So what Pepsi came up was a marketing strategy that totally revolutionized the whole soft drinks industry in some ways. So they said, we are only going to market to this very specific market uh, segment, right? Very specific target market. And they said, we're only going to market to teenagers, right? We're only going, we're going to tailor all our marketing towards our, towards teenagers, people from 13 to 19. As a result of that marketing campaign, Pepsi took off. Pepsi took off dramatically. It grew dramatically. It, it came to within 10 points of Coke in terms of overall competition at some point. That's all because of a very powerful marketing strategy behind its back, just to focus on the teen market. Now, you might be wondering, out of the whole age range from you know someone five-year-old to 95-year-old, anyone could be drinking Pepsi, you would say their whole age range, everyone is their market, but Pepsi said some, Pepsi did something brilliant. They fine-tuned their market for that specific target market. Now, here's, here's a very interesting thing in the field of marketing. You have to understand that the target you're marketing is not your overall market. The target, the target of your marketing is not your market. Or to put simply, the target is not the market. The target of your marketing is not the overall market that you're trying to serve. But when Pepsi did this marketing where they were just catering to the teens, what happened was maybe there was a 58-year-old man out there who wanted to feel like he was 19 again. So he said, I'm going to drink Pepsi rather than this grown-up Coke thing. And that's how Pepsi took hold because they were marketing this fun vibe, this young vibe all over again. And it's the same thing with what we've done with 2000 books. Um, even though our target is entrepreneurs, that's what our marketing is. I mean, that's our slogan, book summaries for entrepreneurs, right? However, over 50, around 50% of our customers and viewers are actually people who have a job right now. 
But these are people who are ambitious. These are people who are entrepreneurial. They want to learn marketing. They want to learn sales. They want to grow in business. They want to be a CEO one day. They realize that they have to learn business anyway. So even though our marketing is tailored towards entrepreneurs, I see our book summaries being adopted by all sorts of different people. So that's the essence of this. You have to sacrifice the target market in some ways in order to be able to um, win in this market space. So we talked about uh, two things in terms of the law of sacrifice. We talked about sacrificing the product line. We talked about sacrificing the target market. The third thing that's involved here is sacrificing constant change. Now in today's world, it is very easy to get distracted by the next shiny object. They're all around us. There's always this new app, this new social media platform, this new way of doing business, this new thing. And it's very easy to feel like there is an answer out there in this new platform or on this new thing that's there. But that's a very dangerous, uh, very dangerous way to look at it. And I personally, when I was building 2000 books, I suffered from this. I made a big mistake early on in our business, which probably cost us a whole lot of time. And that mistake was that when we had just started our YouTube channel and it was starting to take off like gangbusters, we're growing 100% month on month, it was going crazy. That's exactly when I started our podcast. Just when our YouTube was taken off, I started our podcast because I was hearing from a lot of people how much traction podcast had. And I was kind of excited about the fact that, hey, I can have a podcast and a YouTube channel. And I was thinking, hey, it's just book summaries, so it doesn't matter. We're doing the same thing. I mean, on podcasts, I interview the authors. Here, I do the book summaries myself. What I failed to understand was that I was giving in to change. I did not stay I did not grow one thing enough before I went on to the next thing. I went too early into the podcast. And even though we grew the podcast, we grew the podcast by 20 times within a year, almost by 20x the number of downloads within a year, month over month. However, our YouTube channel started to go down. Now, after having learned from this mistake, it's one of the biggest mistakes I would say in my early entrepreneurial uh, journey. Well, after having learned this, what we have done now is the podcast is just an audio version of the YouTube channel. So it doesn't really take any effort from us. It's very simple. Just the audio goes to the podcast. Uh, and that's the way we're looking at it right now. We have sacrificed the constant change. We have um, constant change in order to stay committed to the YouTube channel, to the growth of the YouTube channel. The podcast grows as a result of it as well, but that's not the focus of what we're trying to do here right, right now. And realize that this might be a problem in your business too. You're given into change. Today you want to market on Instagram. Tomorrow you say, I'm gonna do YouTube. Tomorrow, the day after you say, I'm gonna write a blog. And then you say, I'm gonna start a podcast. And then you say, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. And then you say, I'm gonna start a startup venture on mobile apps. And then you say, I'm gonna start uh, a consulting business. And you're all over the place. You're constantly given into change. You can't do that. That's a recipe for sure, short disaster. So be very careful of the law of, be very aware of the law of sacrifice because it is always present. And the only way to grow your business exponentially is to give away, to, to, to cut down on a lot of other things on the side so you can focus on the one thing that will allow you to grow. So in the book, Good to Great, Good to Great, Jim Collins talks about the idea, the 
the hedgehog principle and the difference between the hedgehog and a fox what the fox does is it sees the world in all its complexity and it wants to go and uh, do this and that and it's trying all these different things it's, it, it's a very complex creature while the hedgehog does one thing and does that one thing very well and that's all it is focused on it doesn't try to do a lot of different things does one thing does it really well and it's the master of it so the hedgehog is a master of simplicity in some ways and that's the key we have to become masters of simplicity rather than being scattered and diffused like a fox that's the key and in the book Blue Ocean Strategy, Renan Bourne and W. Chan Kim talk about the idea that in order to innovate, in order to do what's called value innovation, which is innovating on value, you're going to have to make sacrifices. You're going to have to sacrifice. You have to decide what you will eliminate what you will eliminate and what you will reduce. That's a key component of creating this blue ocean for yourself. Figure out what are the things you will not do, what are the things you will not worry about, and then go double down, triple on, down on the things that you actually want to do a lot more of, rather than try to do everything. So uh, the whole idea of the blue ocean strategy is understanding how to create uncontested marketplaces what uncontested marketplaces means or let, let me kind of explain what blue ocean really means is blue ocean is where there's no bloody water there's blue ocean and then there's red ocean red ocean is where there's a lot of competition everyone's competing against each other and they're trying to kill each other and that's where the water is bloodied right on the other hand is a blue ocean where there is no competition and the water is not bloodied because you are the only one who's playing in that market space and the key to create this blue ocean of a market space to, to create this to innovate in the space is to say i'm going to decide to eliminate certain things and i'm going to decide to reduce certain things you have to sacrifice sacrifice is crucial that's what southwest airlines did back in the days when they were coming up how did they do it well, they sacrificed the idea of having different tiers, right? No, no business class, no first class, none of that seating arrangement was there in Southwest. And they also sacrificed uh, the idea of having uh, different kinds of planes and the hub and spoke system. They said, we're not going to do the hub and spoke system. We're not going to have big jets and small jets and all that stuff. We don't need those. We're going to just do one thing. We're going to do one thing very well. And they decided they're going to go do point to point and it's just one kind of aircraft across the fleet and they're going to be the low cost that's all they said everything else you other guys can do we'll just focus on a few things we're eliminating everything else and that elimination that sense of sacrifice sacrificing everything else focusing on one kind of aircraft and point to point uh, flight time that's it so as long as they are doing those things and they are not worried about anything else they have done, I mean, as you're aware, Southwest is the, one of the biggest airlines. It's probably the biggest airlines today in the U.S. And there is a reason for that because they decided to sacrifice. They are, they are essentialists in some ways, as, uh, um, as it's talked about in the book, Essentialism. They, they literally decided to focus down on the things that they felt were important, which is just have one kind of aircraft, reduce the turnaround time, reduce the cost to the customer, 
and play in that domain. So realize this is really important. Like a lot of these great books are talking about the same idea, Blue Ocean Strategy, 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing, 80-20 Principle, Good to Great, all of them are saying the same thing that in order to be able to do the very best, in order to be able to be great, you have to make sacrifices in your business. You have to be very conscious of making those sacrifices rather than just go wide. Because if you go wide, it's very difficult to go deep. Um, I remember one of my coaching clients when they when when he was starting his YouTube channel, he said, "I'm gonna do personal development and dating." And I remember having that conversation with him, and I said, "No, please don't do that." Pick a very specific target market. Pick a very specific niche in this market that you're going to go after. Don't just spread your effort all over the place. He did not listen to me initially and he's like, no, I'm just going to do that. I want to do personal development and I want to teach guys about dating, so I'm going to do that. So he went and did that for a month, even though I was completely against it. He did that for a month and then a month later he comes back and says, yeah, man, not getting any traction. It's been really tough. And then he decided to narrow down. Not only he went to dating, he actually narrowed down in dating very specifically as to what is the end result he was going after. And that allowed him to grow his channel exponentially. And that's the key. We have to understand we cannot serve the whole market. We cannot serve every kind of product. We should niche down, focus on a few things that we do very well and just keep on building on them. Again, the idea of what Bruce Lee said is brilliant. He said, a great warrior is an average man with laser-like focus. So we need that focus. We need that sharpness in order to deliver our very best. By the way, I have created a playlist of some of the greatest entrepreneurial books, entrepreneurship books uh, out there, and they're all on our YouTube channel. So you can click right here to watch this playlist. It includes some of the books that we talked about just now, and it includes a lot of other great books as well, including biographies of billionaires, some of the greatest entrepreneurship books ever written, all that fun stuff. It's all on this playlist here, so check it out. And if you haven't subscribed, why not? You should be subscribing. We publish summaries of the greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs just like you 